very merry draft miss to you. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Ken Swanson. This is the AP Draft Show, and we are inching closer and closer to the big weekend. Draft weekend is, is approaching here in about six weeks or so. We're getting close, and I'm very excited. We're all very excited. And uh, we have a lot to get to today because it is time for another mock draft around here. Craig Stout, you the energy is is just insane right now for him. Isn't that right? Find him on Twitter at Jacob Morley, Jake Stag. Isn't that right about Craig? Craig is out of this world right now, um, out of this atmosphere, out of this orbit. He's doing such a good job. <clears throat> um, Craig, at the end of the episode last week, I asked if you were going to bring us back a, a moon rock. Do you have one? Yes. I do. I have one specifically for you. I don't know how I got a moon rock from Mars, but I did. Stopped on the way. Just <laughs> stopped on the way home, baby. On the, on the way home, I just took a little bit of a detour and I brought you a moon rock and I brought Maddie some tang because he astronauts drink a lot of tang and it seems like and Maddie likes powdery drinks. Like, he, he drinks protein shakes all the time. It just made me think of him the entire time I was up there. Man, we're off to a great start. <laughs> I, I very often, very often when I drink a protein shake, do I find myself thinking, boy, do I really want some tang right now? I wish that stuff wasn't just for astronauts. I love, I love that. I love that Matt like, liking powdery drinks is somehow now a bit... I'm gonna it's such a bad bit and such a bad joke I'm just gonna run with it ex excessively for the next multiple years that's uh. so good <laughs> all right we're gonna do a mock draft today um so we're very excited for this mock draft that will be obsolete in one week when free agency starts hey, guys look, it's a good ex it's a good exercise. It helps us kind of flesh out the needs of all these football teams before free agency. And get Do we need a powdery drink after our exercise? You might. You might. Because you're soft. You hate mock drafts, but we're gonna Kit, you couldn't run a sub eight oh eight three cone with the pro day testing that we are getting this year. Do not come at me I with did this. It last summer. I do not need your validation. I know what I did. I am comfortable in my own skin and my in and in my own lateral agility. Let's start. Kent's five. Jake Kent, is on the Kent's clock. Kent's four-year-old no. son was the had the stopwatch on that. <laughs> oh, pick number one. He <clears throat> the Jacksonville Jacksonville fighting Jaguars. Urban Myers are going to take Zach Wilson, quarterback BYU. No. <laughs> oh, fine. All right, Trevor Lawrence. Clemson, move on. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, Craig, you are on the board at number two, and the New York Jets are on the clock. I mean, I, I just don't believe that there's any faith in Sam Darnold. There's too much smoke right now. A lot, a lot of people are, are pushing that way too hard, so I'm going Justin Fields here to them, get their quarterback of the future. So I just – prod a little bit why fields over wilson for you personally oh i i think the more that i watch the more flaws i see in what zach wilson does i think the four of us were talking the other day it's like it, believe it or not i think uh zach wilson probably has the least amount of athleticism of these guys and i think it's about 
winning with athleticism now. It's about playing out of structure, which he certainly does pretty well. But I think that you probably have a much higher ceiling with a Justin Fields over Zach Wilson right now. I, th- I think Justin Fields is a better player. All right, the Miami Dolphins are on the board at pick number three. Matthew, what you got here? All right, who would like to trade up to pick number three? You know, if there's one thing that Craig Stout loves more than mock drafts, it's mock drafts where we all try to figure out the the math on trades. So with this bit of the Dolphins, I really do think they're going to try to trade out, but we're not going to go down the trade route just yet. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, I think for this, if we're standing pat at three, we will take wide receiver Jamar Chase out of LSU. I do think he's a little similar to Devontae Parker, who's not the best fit for Tua right now. The only issue is he's that much better than every other wide receiver. If you're going down the list, he's a guy that's going to give you a possession wide receiver right away. I don't know if he's going to create the most separation, which seems to be what they would lean towards if they are keeping him a quarterback, but we'll stick with Chase for now. He's the best wide receiver on the board, so we'll take him. All right. The Atlanta Falcons are on the board at number four, and I'm looking over here and Part of me really wants to go and just grab a quarterback, maybe take a Zach Wilson here and, and add somebody into the mix. But I'm an agent of chaos here a little bit. How about Kyle Pitts here? Arthur Smith loves his tight ends. He loves utilizing versatile tight ends. And Kyle Pitts is a exceptional offensive weapon who is a surprisingly good blocker. I saw someone mention today, uh, I think it was Daniel De- Jeremiah, that the consensus around the league is if there's one guy that's going to be a Hall of Famer in this class, they're betting on Kyle Pitts to be the guy. So I'm going tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida, one of the most enjoyable prospects to watch in this class, a surprising inline blocker, even though everybody wants to call him just like an X receiver. My man can block and he can block at a functional enough level to play in line. All right, Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. Jake, what you got? <clears throat> I hate this mock draft already. I'm just going to throw that out there. I need to pick some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking, uh, but I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, we love you too, Jake. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I don't think I think all the smoke is Zach Wilson to New York right now, and I. I think Kyle Pitts is the best wide receiver in this draft if they're going to take the best receiver. Uh, but whatever. I'll just keep making smart picks. You guys keep doing dumb things. Can and, I uh, ask just one quick question? How are you planning on using two guys that are both average at best tight end blockers? Like, why would you not take Chase when you already have Gesicki, who's essentially a lesser version of Pitts, but it's not like either one could play in line? Oh, I mean, just because Pitts is better. And okay. that's why I would take him nope. over, over Chase. <laughs> I think he's a, he's a bigger receiver. He's a bigger catch rate for a guy like Tua. He's different than uh, what they have on the outside. Honestly, I wouldn't care. Play, line him out wide the whole time. Don't play him in line. If you want to play him, if you want to play him at receiver and just say he is a wide receiver, I still think he's the best uh, best receiver in this draft class. But Ooh. that's that is uh, that's beside the point. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are ecstatic right now they are so pumped that Panay Sewell is on the board protect the franchise and Joe Burrow this is uh almost as easy as picking Trevor Lawrence at number one all right Craig Philadelphia Eagles on the board what you got man see you took all the the offensive weapons I think that they would want to go here how much do they believe in Jalen Hurts 
I, I honestly, I I don't know. It's a new regime. I I wouldn't. I, you know, I I'd, I I would take the quarterback here. I'm gonna go Zach Wilson at BYU here. Get the quarterback. Love love this so far. Little, 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 let's mix it up a little bit. I enjoy this very much. Uh, all right, Matthew, number seven, the Detroit Lions. Uh, they're trying to get under the kneecap. I'm sorry, salary cap, uh, and are looking to add some some young talent to this roster. Who they got? Well, it would be common sense to take a wide receiver since they have decided that Kenny Galladay is not their man. And while that does make a ton of sense, you know what? I don't believe in Jared Goff one little bit. I don't love <laughs> Trey Lance either. But I certainly don't love Jared Goff, so give me Trey Lance. It's a new coaching staff. They apparently have a little bit of a leash here to go out and try to improve their team over a couple years. Throw Trey Lance back there. He gets to learn behind Goff of like what not to do on a football field for a year before taking over the following season. I can just tell you that I will not pick Mac Jones the ever poor, in the first round. The poor Someone, Carolina Panthers. This I'm not doing it. So I'm just there's no chance. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. When Maddie was talking about who's trading up, I bet you the Carolina Panthers are the team that moves all the way up to somewhere like number three if they get caught with their pants down in free agency during the great quarterback carousel of 2021. So there is no quarterback that is even remotely worth the pick, Mac. So I am gonna go with the high ceiling athlete at the cornerback spot, Caleb Farley. Uh, one of the mo's of Matt. Not Moore. Greg Newsom, just to clarify. Four three one, Greg Newsom. No, I'm okay. Okay, I'm good. I'm gonna go with Caleb Farley, the quarterback out of Virginia Tech. Um, Matt Rule likes to bet on athletic profile. He likes to, you know, get these freak athletes and try to coach them up and turn them into great football players. Caleb Farley already has ability as a football player, but he also has an exceptional athletic profile. He's gonna trust his coaching staff to build this guy up. Denver Broncos. Number nine, Jake. To appease all the Chiefs fans that listen to this, I would love to give them Mac Jones right now. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. Um, so the man. So the Broncos, right? So we're probably looking at some type of um, edge rusher, maybe some help along the offensive line. So. As far as edge rushers, what are we looking at right now? I mean, maybe this is too early for guys. This is too early for a guy like Quiddy Pay. Um, probably getting to his ceiling, I would say, for us to go top 10. Um, but if that D, I mean, with Von Miller potentially on, on his way out, is that going to happen, by the way? I've heard rumors. Is Von Miller going to be a Bronco next year? That's what I need to know. Their fans are very nervous. That's all I know. Not saying that means anything one way or the other, but their fans are very nervous. Okay. Well, let's go ahead, and I'm just going to assume that he's gone, and they want to pair somebody with Chubb, and I think Quiddy Pay would be a really good pair with Chubb, so I'm going to go ahead and take him. When you're playing a division with a guy like Patrick Mahomes, never a bad idea to try to get someone in his lap. So I'm going to take Quiddy Pay here, the edge rusher out of Michigan. Quiddy pays since ninth on our board, believe it or not. So that's kind of just perfect there. Uh, pick number 10, Dallas Cowboys. What do you like here, Craig? Man, I'll tell you what. You just got done paying Dak. You got to protect Dak. I am going Rayshon Slater here. One of the strongest Ooh, I like it. offensive tackles in this group. I, I think that he is ridiculously good. I don't think the gap between him and Panay Sewell is 
as big as maybe I did when this whole process started watching more tape. He's ridiculously good. I think that Dallas would be ridiculously happy with him and they can play him inside or outside, whatever they feel they need there. New York Giants, number 11, might be a little bit upset that Quiddy Pay didn't go off the board there, huh, Matty? Nah, they're chilling because they're getting the best defensive player in this class, Micah Parsons. It's real quick. It's real simple for them. They have nobody in the front seven that compares with his talent level, and Dave Gettleman loves himself some linebackers. Uh, We have, uh, I believe Micah Parsons is the sixth highest rated player on our board right now. The tape is not the problem for Micah Parsons right now. Uh, there's just a lot of questions surrounding him, let's just say. All right, San Francisco 49ers on the board, and Patrick Sertan staring right at him. Uh, cornerbacks in need. They're moving on from Richard Sherman this year. Um, Patrick Sertan uh, out of Alabama. Yes, the name. Yes, exactly who you're thinking. Former Chief Pat Sertan's son. Wow, we are all extremely old. But uh, Patrick, Speak you, for you yourself. Oh, yeah, that's true. Matt, Matt is extremely youthful still. I forgot. But Patrick Sertan, he may not be the same kind of athlete that Caleb Farley is, but it's not like he's a slouch there in that regard. Uh, technically, a lot farther advanced than a guy like Caleb Farley. Um, and still an adequate athletic profile and, and deserving of a pick this high. Uh, San Francisco is probably pretty happy to have a guy like Patrick Sertan. We have him currently slated 15th right now on our big board, and he is going 12th to the San Francisco 49ers. Jake, you're back up. With the Los Angeles Chargers, what are they doing to try to compete with Patrick LeVon Mahomes? Well, <clears throat> so I think for the Chargers, what I would like to do is score 100. And so I'm going to keep that uh, motto going for the Chargers. You have the young Justin Herbert, and I think it'd be really fun to watch him play with a guy like Devonta Smith. And that might be a little bit off the wall for the Chargers here, but I just think Devonta, this is a good spot for him to go. And if you are going to try to keep pace, with Kansas City in that division, you better be able to score points. So give me Devonta Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. Ooh, I like that one a little bit. Minnesota Vikings on the board. Craig Stout. Man, uh, the Vikings need offensive line help because they keep investing in it and it goes poorly every time they do. So why not take a good athlete who <laughs> with questionable potential and Christian Derisaw, a guy out of Virginia Tech that could have one of the highest ceilings in this class, but he's going to need some coaching, going to need to stay motivated the entire time that he's in the NFL. I think this is a good spot for him. It's very appropriate that the man that never wants to trade back ever, Matthew Lane, is picking for the team that trades back all the time. The New England Patriots sitting here at 15 lot of ways that they could go here. What you think in here, Matthew? Boy, they have some good options. I mean, they got Jalen Waddle, who can add some speed to a wide receiver room that is just simply not good. They the rumors are that Stefan Gilmore's on the trading block. You could come out and get potentially cornerback one and JC Horn. Or it's sitting right there looking at them in the face. They can't go into next season with whatever kind of quarterback room they had last year. Patriots take Mac Jones in the first round. I never would. But if you were going to replicate what Tom Brady did for you, if that's your goal going forward, Mac Jones is a decent bargain bin version of Tom Brady from a skill set perspective. Not that he'll be Tom Brady, just he plays football in a similar way. Man, I, I really want to see Mac Jones throw to those Patriots weapons. 
Like we we spend all this I time really talking. We really spend all this time talking about is Mac Jones a product of his weapons or not? Guess what you'd find out in a big hurry in New England. We're about to get senior bowl Mac. Yeah. What's what's so funny to me about Mac Jones too and the Tom Brady talk is people have been making that comparison. Like, yeah, Mac Jones is a lot like, you know, physically like Tom Brady coming out of Michigan. So bad? So (laughs) for me, it's not even coming out of Michigan. It's just like he's very similar to Tom Brady from a traits perspective, which is to simply say he's not that good. Tom Brady does not have great football traits and skills that he's phenomenal. Yes. Like he's really good. Right. That's not to hate on Tom Brady. Like he's fantastic, but like he's the best quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah. You don't look at Tom Brady and say he's good because of physical trait xyz like he's got something else you know and so like when you say i like this guy he's got the physical traits of tom brady Ooh, okay cool good luck good right for you yeah <laughs> i'm baking on him being talented or i'm baking on him developing skill and <laughs> like and hating everybody so much that he only ever wants to be the best at everything including eating avocado ice cream well and here's another thing are we sure that Mac Jones being a negative athlete is going to be able to mentally hold up long enough in the NFL to develop that that mental processing ability that's going to be required for this unathletic quarterback who can't solve a single problem when any variable in the pocket is presented to him? Am I sure? No. That's why I wouldn't do it. But is the NFL, especially a coaching staff that has had success with a person of similar skills or talent traits, in the past, will they? Maybe. I think the rumors out there right now, like if you read what people are saying that are well-connected, is that the NFL likes Mac Jones a lot more than we do. So I don't know if you can find a much better fit than a team that worked with Tom Brady from the get-go. Do you know what's really good for the Kansas City Chiefs? If Mac Jones is drafted in the first round before they pick. That's All good right, for picks. everybody. <laughs> it's good for everybody except, <laughs> except the team taking them. Uh... All right, Arizona Cardinals at pick 16. Uh, Maddie kind of talked about there's a chance that that uh, J.C. Horn winds up as cornerback one for us in the KC Draft Guide. We haven't plugged the KC Draft Guide yet, by the way. What's Go that? to gum.co slash KC Draft Guide 21. Promo code LAB, L-A-B, gets you the KC Draft Guide for $8. It's over 300 pages of Chief-specific draft content. Uh, and we're doing a lot of work on it, and that's kind of what we're basing some of our stuff off here. So if you like what we're doing, go ahead and, and go buy that guide, and uh, we'll let, we'll have it for you. It, it releases on April 5th, by the way. So there you go. Uh, I'm going J.C. Horn here, cornerback out of South Carolina, a little bit grabby, uh, but a very strong athletic profile, I think. Um, not, <laughs> not Greg Newsom great, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, I like I like the player a little bit. He actually might have made a little bit of sense for uh, for the um, for the San Francisco 49ers, Frankly, uh, you could have made a good argument for him there too. But uh, we're going J.C. Horn here, cornerback out of South Carolina, and that defense is getting a little saltier uh, over there for uh, for the Arizona Cardinals building around that. Hopefully, they can protect Kyler Murray in the second round. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with the second half of the first round mock draft right after this. All right, we are halfway through our mock draft. It is Jake's turn again to pick number 17, the Oakland, or sorry, the Las Vegas Rays, uh, whose Super Bowl and season ended in October. So, who they got here? 
I mean, you had to be there, man. <laughs> um, man. So the Raiders, they need. I mean, they need a pass rusher, right? And I think Jalen Phillips is probably the best guy available here. And I, what, what's interesting to me about Jalen Phillips is I could very, very well see him being the best pass rusher out of this draft class in a few years, and. It's also funny because they took Cleveland Farrell in the top five and and Jalen Phillips is like the opposite polar opposite of him. Right. Cause Farrell was like this clean prospect that maybe wasn't like super wowing, but you just thought it would be really solid, really good player. And then Jalen Phillips has, you know, the question marks. Does he love playing football? He stopped playing. He's playing again. He transferred. He's got the concussions. He's got more of the risk factor but i think his upside is is as high as any edge rusher in this draft class i really like what he brings to the table and they can't rush the passer so jalen phillips is the pick here all right number 18 the miami dolphins sitting here at 18 on the board craig where are we going here man this is tough i i do think that they probably need to go offensive tackle i also think that they could consider Jer- jeremiah woso koromoa because they are a defense that can play a little more multiple you know what i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do yes. jock yeah right do it there. craig make them a little more multiple i know the nfl likes him a little better than we do but i think that that's actually a decent fit for a team that might know how to use him Boom. That's my favorite pick of the first round so far. I love that oh. fit. That's Do they Kyle, need another safety? That's your Kyle Van Noy, man. That's that's he just they just got rid of him, didn't they? Kyle Van Noy is more like the rush player, though. Like there's a versatility similarity in that sense that they both are versatile players, but like I mean but he's more I, of that's a back exa- seven guy. That's exactly what I mean, though. Is like I think Flores loves players like that. So maybe Kyle Van Noy isn't the great example, but a linebacker that's gonna be able to play multiple levels for you I, I love that pick i know matt just hates him so he's not gonna like whoever gets picked by him but i i like that pick a lot all right matt i mean I, I no 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 i've been slandered i have to come back and say what are we doing <laughs> is jock playing in the second slot across from the auburn cornerback that they just drafted in the first round last year like where's he playing on the field where he's gonna do anything that you saw him do before they just drafted a slot cornerback in round one of last year so you're doing that back-to-back seasons. I mean, it, it makes no sense to me, but I agree. Flores likes hybrid players. Maybe he has a plan to turn him into a box safety where he should play the whole time and still be a finesse box safety. Hey, they they could do with one of those. They could operate with one of those. Right. If there's a team that'll figure out it's Brian Flores. I just I, it's a weird for me to get two slot corners in back-to-back years in the first round. Boy, things are getting a little testy around here. Slot corner. Must be, it, it must be mid-March. That's what he played at Notre Dame. Ha- we must be halfway through the draft guide right now. Um, okay, so pick number 19, Matthew is on the board with the Washington football team. Are we just going to keep reaching for quarterbacks and grab Kyle Trask here? Or we could, but we're sitting here with Jalen Waddle still on the board Seriously. for a team that desperately needs wide receiver help, so I'm just going to end my explanation now. No, I think that's fair. I was kind of wondering where Jalen Waddle. Currently, we have him sitting twenty first on the board, so this is around where that value is for us. I got to jump back in. I would have take. I would take Devontae Smith. I just think Devontae Smith is a little bit closer to Scary Terry currently, and Jalen Waddle gives them a little bit more to work with in terms of just a different skill set or an area on the field that he works in a little bit more often. 
Well, Devontae's off the board anyway. He has been for six picks. Well, shows how on. much I pay attention. <laughs> that uh, checks out. Uh, the Chicago Bears uh, still <clears throat> stuck at quarterback. Uh, maybe they traded for Sam Darnold. I don't know what they're going to do with this situation. But I think this is a good, strong offensive tackle class. And I think this is a spot. I would say this is a spot for Jalen Mayfield. But I think Jalen Mayfield is going to take a little bit longer to develop. You may not get him immediately day one, although I, I still have some hope for him if you put him in the right situation. Uh, I have, or we currently have, Jalen Mayfield and Tevin Jenkins stacked very similarly. And I'm going to go Tevin Jenkins, the offensive tackle, out of Oklahoma State here for the Chicago Bears. Uh, he's a guy that uh, we've said enough about. We already, You all already know how we feel about the man. We talk about him every single week. 21. This could start being a run on tackle here, which could be bad for the Chiefs. Indianapolis Colts on the board. Jake, what you thinking here? Who did you take just now? I took Tevin Jenkins. Oh, okay. Um, Colts. I could see that. I, I really would like to go corner for the Colts. And is this the place where four one five Greg Newsom could come off the board? <laughs> he makes a lot of sense for them. He does. It does. He's that type of corner. No, that's where I'm going to go. I just wanted to point out that how – first of all, I love Greg Newsom. Love, love Greg Newsom. He is not a four three football player. He may run a he may run a we were talking about this. He may run a four three one on a fast track training for the forty, but he's he he plays mid four fours, which is fast, right? He's he's fast enough player. Like you don't say like, oh man, he's gonna he's gonna be burnt toast because he can't run. Dude can run, but man, that when I saw that time today, I wish everyone could have uh Everyone could have been in the DMs listening to that combo because that was that that shook us a little bit. We were a little shook. All right, but uh, yeah, Greg Newsom, the corner out of Northwestern, is going to be uh, Chris Ballard's first round draft pick for the Colts. Who's his dad again? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Tennessee Titans pick number twenty two. Craig, what you like here? Man, I listen. Elijah Vera Tucker has fallen a long ways here. A long ways. I think that even though it's not as big of a need and he would be playing interior offensive line here, I think that, that they'd take him. And I think that they would make their strength a strength. I think the other the only other option would be a Rashad Bateman type player, but I'm going to AVT just because that's the best player available here. All right, New York Jets, pick number 23, their second first-round pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. Matthew, what you like? Well, the Jets are sitting here punching air because they were about ready to replace ex-Vera Tucker teammate Chuma Adoga with Elijah Vera Tucker, and he goes off the board one pick before them. So instead, the Jets turn to protecting the second-best quarterback in this draft, Justin Fields, and they select... Oh, Samuel Cosme's our top-rated tackle left. I actually don't like that. So we are flipping over to the defensive side of the board I, with the new... Yeah, we're going defensive line. They haven't had a good pass rush in a long time. You have Robert Sala is there, correct? That is, I am thinking of the correct team. Yes. He likes his pass rushers. They do need to get a little bit of pressure. Gregory Rousseau isn't the best pass rusher, but I think there's a lot of upside there. 
And worst comes to worst, he can play a little bit of the five-tech style, strong side defensive end that that Pete Carroll covered three kind of defense used to use back in the day. He's accustomed to that. We'll give them Gregory Rousseau here. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers are on the clock, and I am going to go ahead and give them an offensive lineman. I'm going to give them Jalen Mayfield, the offensive tackle out of Michigan. He's stacked very similarly to Christian Derrissaw, Tevin Jenkins. He's actually stacked on top of both of those guys in a little run of three that we have currently sitting in the ranking. So I'm going Jalen Mayfield, the offensive tackle out of Michigan. Tons of upside to his game. Uh, but has definitely gotten better year over year in his time for the Wolverines. One of the only players that was able to make improvements in that dumpster fire of a program. Pick number 25, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jake, what you like? Um, I think they would like, well, they I guess they just saw, they just tagged Cam Robinson, right? So they probably, uh, I guess they don't need to go offensive tackle. Um Let's go ahead and give them the only interior defensive lineman that has a shot at going in the first round, um, and that's uh, Christian Barrymore from Alabama. Uh, I don't know why. That just seems like a Jaguars pick to make. Not very good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dynamite analysis there, Jake. Pick yep. 26 for the Cleveland Browns. And uh, and Craig, you're on the clock. Man, lots of lots of edges still on the board here. I I don't know if Azizio Jolari is big enough to play in Cleveland. I you know what? After the awesome pro day that he just had, we're going Jason Owa here. Big, powerful, fast dude off the edge to take a swing on a big athlete there. I think what's interesting is the statistical analytics. On his college production, probably hate him, but the athletic analytics on him probably love him. Mm-hmm. No, probably to the athletic f- analytics, he's a super freak. So he yeah, broke he broke he broke athletic analytics probably. Yeah. I mean that man why, is wild. Why doesn't he have a sack in his college career? <laughs> he does. I think he just didn't have a sack in twenty twenty. He didn't have a sack. He didn't in have a sack in twenty twenty. Penn State was bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. Matthew, Baltimore Ravens, twenty-seven. Do they go quarterback? They don't have one on the roster. I mean, is Robert Griffin still under contract? Because if so, they might have one. But I, there's a lot of talk about Orlando Brown wanting to be traded because he wants to play left tackle, so on and so forth. I think that team is strong enough that they can corral him. They are not going to ship him away for nothing. So I'm not going to go with an offensive tackle here. So your options become. What kind of wide receiver wants to catch passes from another wide receiver? Like, what kind of wide receiver will catch passes well from Lamar Jackson? Because we've heard they need tight ends to run up the middle of the field. They need speed receivers to get separation. They need a big-bodied guy to go up and high point these. Like, they have tried everything. It's everybody else's fault. Yeah, they've tried everything, and nobody has clicked in terms of what they need. I do think they could use a true X wide receiver on the outside. They could use somebody that Lamar Jackson can make his go-to wide receiver in all situations. So we are going to go Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. He gives them the same size as Miles Boykin, almost. Not quite the athlete, but he's a guy that thinks a lot better route runner. He can work in the intermediate and shallow routes, give Lamar Jackson an easy out so he's not only looking for five foot six Hollywood Brown downfield. Woo! All right, the New Orleans Saints are sitting here on the board, and I don't love it for them. 
Uh, I don't know if I re- – I guess I'm going to probably go a linebacker just so that Maddie won't troll me uh, when the Chiefs get around to picking at 31. I'm going to just play it safe here. I'm going to grab Nick Bolton, the linebacker out of Missouri, because I hate him so much. And I'm a hater because I don't want the Chiefs to go and investing another pick in a linebacker. Stop that. Don't, you, don't you put that evil on, on this podcast. I don't want those mentions. Look, if, if, you're looking, if you're looking for a bat game, if you want bat games, Nick Bolton lays the wood. And he's a downhill player. He's a good player. Uh, he's a really with, good linebacker. He's a very good player. Downhill player with a lot with you know with some physicality to him. I don't think he's the best coverage player, but I do think he's relatively smart. Uh, I think he has quality range. Doesn't necessarily have instincts and coverage, but he's a good football player. He's going to help the middle of that defense, and he will continue to add the edge that that team that defense is trying to operate with. All right, Green Bay Packers number twenty nine, Jake. Weird how this worked out. We were able to get you picked number 29 on the board. What you like? I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path because that's what the Packers do every single year. Uh, it's always a surprise. I have no idea. So I'm just thinking what would be a wild pick right here that if after you chew on it for a little bit makes a little bit of sense. So I'm going to go Trayvon Milrig from uh, TCU, the safety, uh, because I'm looking at him as someone that would allow Darnell Savage to play more in the slot, which is his more natural position. Um, so I think, you know, at first glance, you're going to say, wait a second, they have Amos and Savage, uh, one of the better safety duos in the league. But I think what he adds to the back end is going to upgrade two positions in one. Um, so I'm going with the TCU safety. All right. Buffalo Bills sitting at number 30. They, uh, they just are on the heels of losing to the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, which was the last game the Kansas City Chiefs actually played last season, believe it or not. Fun fact. Craig, who do you like at pick 30? I actually like Zayvon Collins here. Uh, I think he can play a little bit of off-bell. I think he can give him a little bit of pass rush. I think that he is versatile enough to play in that defense and be a very high-functioning player. That gives him a ridiculously athletic linebacking core, and they may have turned around and seen what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' ridiculously athletic linebacking core did and tried to replicate it this offseason. All right, your Kansas City Chiefs. Pick 31. Matthew Lane, you have the floor. Well, I despise you for putting all the pressure of the Chiefs pick on me and then giving me this god-awful board to select from. <laughs> like, this is terrible. This is if, how it works when we all do it together. If I had a, you know, professional medical team with me that could tell me that Landon Dickerson has no structural damage, he would be the pick. But sadly, I'm looking around my little room here and I don't see one of those, so I can't take Landon Dickerson. There is no chance in the world I'm taking Kadarius Tony at this pick. So I'm going to need you to scroll down a little bit on our draft board there. Can I need to see somebody that's left out here and somebody Richie jumps out at me? Grant. Richie Grant. Yeah, I mean, nothing here, nothing here jumps out to me. I really don't like the way this board has shaped up for the Chiefs. Samuel Cosme is probably the most talented tackle left. Liam Eichenberg is also there. He's a guy that can start day one. Cosme, I think, needs a little bit more time. Let's take Samuel Cosme. I don't think that he's a guy ready to step in on day one, which he might have to with the Chiefs. Maybe he can be functional. He just needs some work with his footwork, oddly enough. He's a guy that's very athletic. He's got good power when his hands connect, but just too often his feet cross over each other. He's leaning into contact, and he just gets a very bad push on whoever's coming against him. He leaves his inside shoulder open consistently because he has this really weird backpedal pass set that he doesn't get a lot of depth on. He doesn't meet guys out at a good angle, but 
when he's just moving freely in space, whether it's forward or if he knows he has to get deep, he can do it really well. I think there's a lot of upside there. He's just a guy that probably needs a little bit of technical help as he gets ready to start. I'm hopeful at pick 32. I'm hopeful that Tom Brady's window's closing. And I think this team is definitely going to continue to try to play for this window. They're going to they're playing to win now. And I think they're just going to drop Najee Harris into that offense, set it, forget it at the running back spots. They go Najee Harris at pick 32. Uh, and you know what? Historically, you know, last year, uh, the team that picked a running back with the last pick in the first round didn't win the Super Bowl. So here's to that continuing. All right, that is going to do it for the AP Draft Show. That was our mock draft edition for March. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with the AP Laboratory on Friday. Catch you later.